Greetings, everybody. If you are one of our top 10 faithful, welcome back. If you are new to the podcast, welcome aboard. This week, as you do every week, Mike and I will be debating a top 10 list. This week, we have a very special occurrence in that we have two guests on the pod. That's one more than our previous high of one. Yes, new record. Today joining us, you know her well, (laughs) Caroline, Mike's longtime girlfriend. Longtime girlfriend. That's me. And newcomer to the pod, Mike's dad, Jerry. Hey. Where it all began. (laughs) So so who actually made the list this week? Uh, I did. Jerry. Okay, so... So Jerry is going to give us his top 10, at which point the rest of us will rigorously debate until we have arrived at a definitive top 10. So if you guys are ready to go, let's do this. Cool. Awesome. So uh, like Kyle said, we're setting a new record with uh, with two guests. So we're got a bit of a roundtable situation here. To paint a little bit of a picture, we actually have a round ottoman situation. Uh, we are around my ottoman. And I had asked my dad to come on the pod because I had a feeling there was a there was a topic I wanted to get his thoughts on. And when I mentioned it to longtime girlfriend Caroline, she insisted that she be included uh, because she considered herself something of an expert in the field. I think that's right. Yeah, I'd say something like an expert. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Kyle, we're not going to keep you on pins and needles forever. Jerry, yes. what's the topic? So this week, the topic is the 10 best store-bought cookies. Um, it, oh, <laughs> oh, man. So, so excluded from this list, um, because I opted to leave them out, uh, bakery cookies don't count. Uh, old people cookies, Stelladora, the, the stuff that... That came up. So yeah. friend of the pod, <laughs> Shelby, today, I actually mentioned to her what the topic was going to be. And she said, did your family eat Stelladora cookies? She said that her family would have them at breakfast with cappuccino. Yeah, no. It, it, <laughs> those are like nursing home cookies. So my <laughs> my aunts and stuff like that, you go to their house and they never had any of the good stuff. But they had Stelladora and this whole brand of mediocre cookies. Is that the so one that I, comes in the tin box? No. It, it's, oh. it's a package and it's an odd shaped. It looks like a scutine or a biscotti. Um, I think it has the Italian flag it has on it. In it. It's, yeah, they're just... So, so I didn't even, you know, I, I, I refused to consider those. So, no. For really. our family, for our family, it was digestives, which like, I don't yes. even think are actual cookies, but they <laughs> came in a sleeve and looked like cookies. Mm-hmm. But we actually loved them. Like we, we ate the hell out of those <laughs> things, but I guess like digestives probably wouldn't make this list because they're kind of like a, kind of, I feel like in the same vein there. Yeah. Be careful insulting digestives because a friend of the pod, Jameson, Spent a few of his formative years in the United Kingdom, uh, where digestives are very popular. And, uh, B, I like digestives. So let's be careful there. I just told you I love eating them. I eat them up. So. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll, we can debate its merits as an actual cookie or not. (laughs) Yeah. Fair enough. Also, I, I did, I did research to just make sure that, um, I was accurate in the things I was saying. And I, I did shop my local stop and shop three times. I checked the aisle out. There are, <laughs> That's market research. There, there are 152 types of cookies in the cookie aisle at stop and shop. So if anyone's wondering what this, yeah, seriously, if you're wondering how many cookies I had to choose from, I knew immediately what my favorites were, but there's a lot of them that are wow. out there. Wow. So, 152. Yeah. This I, segment brought to you by our friends at stop and shop. Yeah. Yeah, you've already done more research than Mike and I combined on the first like 18 episodes of this podcast. Definitely more than I ever did. 
Well, you know, I've listened to it. I've listened to a lot of the podcasts, and I feel like I had such high standards, which, by the way, I'd like to say thank you for having me on. I feel um, quite honored. You've had 10 podcasts, and I'm guest number 10, so thank you. I, I appreciate the, uh, you know, early invite. It was Kyle's idea. Honestly, this is far later than I would have liked you on, so I'm very excited. No, well, what um, yeah. What's number 10? So, number 10 would be the Milano. Oh! Very silky. Very <laughs> oh. They yeah. remind me of lunches in, like, fourth grade, I think. Wow, you had a sophisticated fourth grade palate. Yeah, well, I feel like they were good, like, bartering cookies. Like, people would... The, like, the, wow. that was the prize cookie at the lunch table. Like, everyone wanted is that, the Milano cookie. Is that a Pepperidge Farm cookie? Yeah. That sure it is. is. It is. So when I think Milano, I think like, this is a snooty cookie. <laughs> yeah, listen to Caroline. <laughs> it comes in that little bag and you have to like unfurl the bag, you know, like I. <laughs> and there's like three of them in a pack. Yeah, yeah and they're, they're definitely expensive. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, give so, us the case. Let's talk, talk to us about the, why the it should be number 10. The case is that they're really good because you can break them up. <laughs> no, you can break them apart, right? Mm. They've, they've got some crunch to them. They've got some chocolate in them. Um, I yeah. feel like one of the things to me that's really important about evaluating a cookie is, could I eat the whole bag? And would I want to? <laughs> and The answer to that question for the listeners is almost always yes for Jerry. <laughs> yeah, the first one. But 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 they're really manageable. I, yeah, Caroline's right. True. There's like four cookies in a bag. They're nine bucks a bag. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's like a guilty pleasure. So for me, it, it ticks a couple of the boxes that I think are kind of important. So. I think that I've got two other things I want to note about Milano's. One is I think that there's going to be a similar metric here that we applied during the cereal episode, which is how well the cookie works crunchy and soggy, because I think the Milano is an all-time dunking cookie because it holds up extremely well to dunking. So that's one thing. Well, oh, yeah, you go, Kyle. So if I if I'm thinking of the Milano correctly, it's like a shortbread upper layer and then like a chocolate underlayer. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah. I think that I think the chocolate functions really well as kind of like a brace for the rest of the cookie. Because if you just had <laughs> shortbread, it would probably be a little more crumbly. I think the chocolate functions as a spine both structurally for the cookie and also it really ties the flavor together. It's not too much chocolate. It's a good cookie. Yeah, it's a hell of a cookie. That's a great point. Uh, for the listeners who have forgotten, Kyle is in fact a civil engineer. Just just in case you're wondering about that chocolate brace. At any rate, the second piece about the Milano's that I think is really important is cultural relevance. Because when I think of Milano's, literally the first thing I think of is the episode of Seinfeld when Kramer is in California and Jerry and George are in the car with the police officers and they see them eating Milano cookies and it turns into a whole conversation about the policemen eating the Milano's. Yes. It also reminds me kind of of the black and white. Yeah. You know, there's Mm -hmm. just something about it, another Seinfeld reference that I kind of like. I want to just point out one thing you brought up, Kyle, about um, dunking. And, and how that's something that you enjoy and it's a great dunking cookie. I have a lot of respect for people who dunk and I also am a dunker. But one of the things to me in, in deciding what, if a cookie really held up, it's, do you really need to dunk it? And so my mm. list, none of these need to be dunked. They're standalone yeah. cookies. That's a great point. So. Can it be dunked or need it be dunked? Right. Yeah. But it can be should you want that option. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but it's not a must. You could, you could do it, not do it, doesn't matter. Um, 
Number nine on my list is, is this might surprise you, but is the grasshopper. Oh, interesting. interesting. The, have, have you had the grasshopper? I'm trying to... Uh, it's Keebler. Okay, it's Keebler. Is there caramel involved in this cookie? Maybe I'm, No. Okay, so I'm, nope, I'm way tastes, off. It, no, it tastes very much like a Girl Scout thin mint. Hmm. Oh, it's a and, mint cookie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's thin mint. It's chocolate dipped. It's... Uh, Really good. I, I, I'm i a big fan of the Girl Scout cookies. Again, not part of this debate. So to me, the grasshopper is wonderful because it scratches an itch. Okay, yeah. so that was a question I was going to ask. Are we including Girl Scout cookies? And technically, they're not store-bought, so I think it's right to exclude them. Yeah. If we're essentially having the grasshopper stand in for the Thin Mint, I am, am going to have to lobby really... Because if you ask me... Kyle, you can have one cookie for the rest of your life. I'm picking Thin Mints. The, the Thin Mint is my number one favorite cookie. Yeah. And so if our if our grasshopper is essentially a Thin Mint, we're going to have to debate about where this ends up. But I'm glad that we've got a Thin Mint representative on this list. So, Jerry, how much of a taste alike is the grasshopper? I'm not sure I've ever had. I'm familiar with what it is, but I don't think I've ever had one. <laughs> the grasshopper is thicker. Okay. So it's, it's, <laughs> I'm listening. It's denser than the Thin Mint. <laughs> The taste is very similar. It, where the Girl Scout Thin Mint might yeah, taste the chocolate a little bit more, the Grasshopper has the chocolate, but also has a little greater hint of that mint. And it is just wonderful. It sounds it's right so, up my alley. Yeah, no, the, the Thin Mint's a winner. Interesting. Yeah, As Kyle, that's one of your all-time favorite combos. I know you are firmly a minted chocolate man. Oh, absolutely. I love mint, mint everything. Um, but the mint chocolate, the mint chocolate cookie in the form of the thin mint is up there and pr- the mint chocolate chip ice cream is. Oh, yeah. The top of the mint pyramid. Anyways, thank you for, for putting a mint representative on here. You're welcome. Wait, Kyle, have you ever seen, uh, an ice cream set up with, uh, thin mints in the ice cream? Have you ever seen that? I've heard tell of this. I've also heard tell. <laughs> Rumors that swirl about of a Thin Mint cereal that exists, what? which Whoa. I don't know. We talked at length about our our feelings on cookies as cereals and the breakfast cereal pod. It's one of my favorite cookies ever, so I feel like I should give it a try, but I'm skeptical, quite frankly. It's hard to see how it could translate. We'll see. I'll have to yeah. I'll have to try that out soon. All right, want to bring us to number eight? Yeah, number eight is the really basic Nilla wafer. Ooh. Oh, good wafer. <laughs> Interesting, you bring up the Nilla wafer. Yeah, we we as a prep for the show, um, we had a sampler provided by Michael, and it it did in fact, and I didn't ask for it. He just happened to, uh, it it showed up with the Nilla wafer, and I I'm I'm a big fan. I kind of a weird thing about the cookie list for me. There are so many things we could talk about. You know, do you dunk them? Do you not dunk them? Um, one of the other things that's important to me is how you eat them. And what I mean by that is I love things that come in sleeves, things that come in bunches. Yes. So to me, the reason I like the Nilla wafer is another sort of box that it ticks, which is, is there a reason to eat more than you should? So like <laughs> you get to the box and you've eaten way too many and you dick, you put your hand in and you feel the broken ones. Yeah. And you're like, I can't leave these. I, I got to eat one more. Wounded soldiers. It's exactly. the fry at the yeah. bottom of the bag type. Yeah. So it is. And correct me if I'm wrong. It's not like 
there are sleeves of Nilla wafer in the box. Like, it's just a box no. of Nilla wafers. It's basically right. just a cereal box. Right. Yeah, it's, which is very irregular for yeah. these cookies. It is irregular, yeah. but, but the upside is a lot of them break. Yeah. <laughs> so there's yeah. reason to eat the whole ones, and then when you're done, just dig in. Well, part of the reason that it just doesn't make sense to put it in a sleeve is because the Nilla wafer circumference-wise and diameter-wise, you know, yeah. because of that, is a lot smaller than your standard cookie. So you could, like, realistically eat upwards of one Nilla wafer at the same time, which isn't necessarily true. Oh, wait, Kyle, have you ever stacked them? Have you ever stacked them flat sides against each other and then eaten them almost like a sandwich? Absolutely. It sounds I've like you're it. an... Yeah, I had a mm. feeling you might have. Yeah. yeah, that's kind of a given. Yeah, we've actually got some market research happening on our end uh, for the <laughs> listeners. If you're hearing a, a distinct crunching sound, that's longtime girlfriend Caroline eating a Nilla wafer as she was explicitly forbidden from doing. Yeah, Caroline, Sorry, you're like guys. tantalizingly putting the <laughs> Nilla wafer like in front of the webcam. So it's like uh, probably like 40% of my vision right now. <laughs> wow. I'm really sorry about that. I'm trying to bite it in really little nibbles so I don't really crunch. Mm. So it's, it's, I'm really savoring this one little <laughs> Nilla wafer. Question for you, Caroline, as you're enjoying it. Do you think that you're noticing any difference? Cause I accidentally purchased the reduced fat version. Yeah, they're not as good. They're a little, they taste almost stale. Yeah, they're really way yeah, too crunchy. The, the texture's definitely different. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of air in them. Yeah. I, I'm not a big fan of those. Okay. I'm going to keep eating them because they're Would you like some more? I, I brewed coffee too for dunking. Do you want, this is a situation where maybe the reduced fat version needs to be dunked. Mm, yeah. No, no question. Which is a problem because, you know, like you don't have as much finger space to get a good grip on the cookie for dunking. Mm. And it's, mm-hmm. it's dangerous if you've got like hot tea. Yeah. Well, yeah. And like if the, if the level of your liquid isn't near the top of your vessel, you might be in trouble. Just food for mm-hmm. thought. Just food for thought. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. was that a pun? Oh yeah. Unintentional. I thought you yeah. were making a pun earlier when you said it checked a lot of boxes because it comes in a box. Was that intentional? That, oh, no, oh yeah. That's just a that, that's just a boring pun. That wouldn't even be a fun pun. I giggled. Oh, boy. Um, one, before we move on, one yeah. more thing I want to bring up about the Nilla Wafer. Do you guys remember when they had the different colored Nilla Wafers? They were like purple Ooh, and this green, is kind of ringing a bell. And like red Nilla Wafers. Yeah. I don't, remember what, I don't know if it was tied to any specific... Christmas cookie, maybe? Was it... I don't think it was Christmas because hmm. they were like rainbow colors. Interesting. But I remember that being one, a favorite after school story. maybe it was a uh what's that my little pony is she a rainbow <laughs> i don't know i feel like it was before my little pony didn't they do a, a my little pony uh frappuccino or something where it was rainbow colored was that a unicorn unicorn it was some sort of unicorn right mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. not related no all right moving right along <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna go to he no, keeps the, us to the cues no, much the, better than i do the vanilla wafer i I mean, they, they made my list, and I like them, but in an odd sort of way, they're pretty boring. I, I don't know what you can say yeah. about them. You like them or you don't. I mean, they're, like them because you do. they're literally vanilla. vanilla. <laughs> like, right. Yeah, the, the name is pretty clear. Right. It's exactly what it's they're, – they're, they're great, but they are what they are. They're, they're limited. Um, number seven on the list is the Vienna Finger. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. I feel like the reason that the – one of the reasons the Vienna Finger made this list is I feel like a cookie should be fun to eat, and my earliest memory of the Vienna Finger was pulling the two halves apart, Yep. and you yep. take the one with the, the oddly similar to the Oreo. I mean, it's got to be- The cream? The cream. I think it might cream. be the same cream. I think it is, too. It's probably made in the same vat. 
you know, at this, whatever. And so that cookie, I, I, my earliest memories were taking that and scraping the, yeah. the vanilla off with the, or whatever. With the top with the, of your bottom row of teeth, right? Because you had yeah. to rake it off with yep, your yep. teeth. And so the cookie that's left behind was, you know, it's obviously very good and it's great to eat as yeah. a whole. But I think for me, I included that because it was tasty, but it was also kind of fun. And, um, that's, yeah, that's why it's a hit. Cookies are meant to be fun, man. Like you, you don't want to, you want, you don't want a cookie that takes itself too seriously. We kind of alluded to that a little bit with the Milano already. It's a little bit on the snootier side. And yeah, yeah. I don't know, but if you didn't know anything about the Vienna finger and you just heard Vienna finger, you might, yeah. you might think it was <laughs> heading in that direction. That's a really good point. So I actually Googled the Vienna finger today just because I wanted to see the box. And I think that there's a Keebler version of the Vienna finger that's out there. But my memory of the Vienna finger is the red right. package, right? I think yeah. it's Nabisco. So there's, but there is also a Keebler version. Yes. Cause, so I thought Vienna yeah. finger was a branded name, but I actually think Vienna finger might be a generic term for this type of cookie, which is very surprising to me. Yeah. It was kind of, it kind of threw me off a little bit because I remember, so f- for the listeners, uh, for about a year while my parents were building a house, we lived with my grandparents. Uh, and so my parents and I lived in the basement. My sisters lived upstairs. We were the basement dwellers. And, uh, my grandmother, against my mother's explicit wishes, would pack me with cookies every day. And she would send me with the snack pack Vienna fingers very often. <laughs> oh. How many are in that pack? Do you I, remember? I want to say six. And are they full size? Oh yeah. I, it kind of feels like it must have been four, but it, I, my memory is six. I will say about the Vienna finger, I actually think I prefer the Vienna finger with the chocolate filling. Whoa. Oh. Hot take oh. alert. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, I like, I like the juxtaposing flavors in the cookie. Cause like, I mean, the cream against the vanilla wafer, like it's, don't get me wrong. I love the it Vienna blends, finger. right? I just like, I like a little bit of something that takes me off the track that I'm on. And the chocolate is enough. It's this, it's, it's similar again, where the chocolate is not overdone. It's just enough to kind of give you the extra flavor. I want, I like the Vienna finger classic to have a spot on the list. Wanted to mention Ooh. the chocolate filled Vienna finger for all those, uh, fans of it like me. Well, I think worth noting for the listeners, as we've said once or twice, this is our pod. We can make our own rules. And I think, I actually think, Except in cases where there's been a true spinoff, like a truly independent spinoff, I think we ought to be able to consider a cookie and its derivatives. Like if, like we're not going to separate the double stuffed Oreo from the Oreo or the inside out. I, I think we can consider it with agreed. Yeah, we'll. we'll I mean, I'm, we'll I know I'm only a guest, but we're we're going to get to that a little bit later okay. because it does come up and one of the things that that have made my list. Um, <laughs> Number six. Hold, wait, hold oh. up. There's a there's a segment that happens here, as I always remember. Kyle, isn't there a segment here? Mike, keeper of the schedule. Thank you for reminding us. So we're going to recap real quick. We're going to recap 10 through 7, and then we're going to go through our not top three. Mm. Oh, All right. So number 10 is the Milano. Number 9 is the Grasshopper. Number 8 was the Nilla Wafer. Number 7 was the Vienna Finger. All right. Don't give us any previews. That's 10 through 7. All right, guys, so not tops. Anybody have any not tops that kind of jump to mind? Yes, I have one that comes to mind very quickly. Okay. So 
This one, I think, divides people in two. You either love it or you hate it. And I happen to fall on the side that really hates it. But it's the Fig Newton. Oh, my God. I'm really glad that you brought this up. We just had this debate at work this week because uh, my coworker Gina brought in a package of Fig Newtons and it got really divisive really fast. I was on the side that said that I didn't even think it qualified as a cookie, but it says that was on the my package, question. Yeah, it says on the package Fig Newton cookies, so they definitely do qualify. I would tend to agree, though. This is a cookie in name only, and uh, I think fitting fittingly in our not top three. I I oddly, you know, it's yeah. Funny. We do share a gene pool over here. This this cookie appears twice. In two different places on my list. Oh, and it's, it's, oh wow. It, yeah, it, wow. I know. It sounds, it sounds kind of strange, but I, I could not agree more with Caroline. And it, I, I don't know what it is, but it absolutely is one of my not, not top tens. It, it, there are some days that I eat those and I'm like, these things suck. <laughs> and, and so yeah, they, they're not good. Well, I think what's interesting is part of it is behavioral. So part of it is you're in the mood, you're not in the mood, it's the right setting, all that stuff. But I actually think more than maybe any cookie in the history of packaged store-bought cookies, they actually vary in quality. Yeah. Because the dry Fig Newton is so exquisitely terrible. It's got that sort of white little crust on it. Oh. Sometimes the fig actually it, it crunches. And then... Yeah, it's gritty. It yeah. It's your teeth. It's kind of weird. And yeah. then there's the day you bite into the perfectly supple, lovely Fig Newton, and you do get a little crunch, but it's the seed from the fig. Yeah. Oh, now that's lovely. See... Yeah, I all... Sorry, Caroline. I actually disagree with your previous assertion because I actually think I fall right in the middle of the spectrum. I like Fig Newtons. <laughs> I think they're fine. Huh. I think they earn their place on this list. I actually defended the Fig Newton at work because I think it's a good <laughs> snack. I just don't think that it's a good cookie. It's not a good cookie. Right. Yeah. If you're in the mindset of eating cookies, you don't want to eat. It doesn't count. Exactly. It's semantics. And I understand it's it's a weird place to draw a line. But I don't know. There shouldn't be figs in my cookies. Can, can I add another? Just, I mean, I, I think this is so obvious and it's more of a category than a specific cookie. Yeah. Why anyone would eat a snack well? Whoa, <laughs> shots fired. Across the board. I, I hate snack wells. There's no point. The chocolate doesn't taste like real chocolate. No. They're dry. I don't oh care God. if they're two calories a cookie. They're terrible. I hate snack wells. Every single snack well. And I oh, had, my God. I, I just want to digress and say that I, because I did my research and I love cookies, I there is not a cookie that I won't eat. I've eaten <laughs> every cookie true. and I, I they're great. The snack well. I'll eat it, but I don't like it. Every t- every type of them. They're just not good. Can I just say, I, so I disagree totally. I love oh. the snack well, but I think an important thing that comes from the snack well that extends to the Fig Newton is if you're going to advertise yourself and give me less flavor than an average cookie. So if you're going to sort of advertise as like, I'm not, I'm not a cookie cookie and you're not going to taste like a cookie cookie, you better be saving me some calories so I can eat more of you. Su- surprise everybody the fig newton is the least healthy cookie we've named so far like i think at least the snack well kind of says you're going to be snacking well and it's it's a bit lighter than the others the fig newton is a trojan horse you're getting a lot of calories it's like the grape nuts <laughs> I, yeah i i'm not buying it I, snack well it, you're in the cookie aisle 
what are you talking about calories? Like it's a cookie. Yeah, I think this is fair. They don't belong. If it were me, I would throw them out of the cookie aisle. Yeah. Put them in the health aisle. Call them bread or something. <laughs> Seriously. Call them wafers something. or something. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not a cookie. It, again, and I like them, which is, I know I said every cookie I've ever had, I enjoy. It's just that they're so far down on the list. The, the distance between a snack well, any kind of snack well, and my top three is just enormous. It's a you pretty know, wide like a goal. hockey player. Yeah, it, it's, it's so snack wells. But no, the idea that it, that they're, it's about the calories is just plain wrong. I'm sorry. Can you please finish that analogy about the peewee hockey player? Cause I was wondering where that was going. <laughs> well, I, I, where I was going to go. It's like you're, if you were to compare a peewee hockey player with Alex Ovechkin, like they both play hockey, but, but the distance between the two is so great. That to me is the snack well is the peewee. And my number, my top three are Alex Ovechkin. It, it just, it's the, yeah, sure. In name only, they're cookies. And but, Dylan, if you're listening out there, this is why I hate Sidney Crosby and love Alex Ovechkin. He, that he's the barometer in our family as best <laughs> hockey player. Got it. Does that make sense now? It makes perfect sense. I, I, I think anyone that, even if you had never eaten either a snack well or like a really good cookie, your description of the of the difference between them was so succinct that I think that anyone could understand. Very well done. Yeah, well, and I think it's also clear for the listeners, uh, Metaphor Mike is the son of Jumbo Metaphor Jerry. <laughs> Basically, Jerry takes my metaphors and makes them longer. They're, they're generally more effective, but they're definitely longer. Thank you, I think. But I, I just am really passionate about this subject. That's yeah. why I'm so happy to have been invited. I, I love cookies, and I feel like I'm, I'm a bit of an expert. I think I could be – I forget the dude's name, but Toy Story – not Toy Story. Uh, the Tom Hanks movie, Big. Was it Big? I don't know. Robert Loja, the, the guy who owns the toy company? Yeah, but they – Tom Hanks has to talk about toys and evaluate them. He plays with toys yeah. all – Yes. If there were a cookie guy, <laughs> that's me. Oh, my God. Seriously, I could do that job. I, I'm really good at cookies. Wow. They're we like, could do a, an adaptation they're, cook. They're, there are these guys in suits. They're like, it's the snack well. You know, it's low calorie. It's this and this. And Jerry's like – Jerry's like playing with his shoelaces. And he's like, no, 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 guys. You just don't get the cookie. Like the same way that he's talking about the tanks. He's like, what is this? <laughs> oh yeah. It, yes. It's the truth according to me. And Yes, I, I could do that job. Anyhow, so do you want another not – not how do you, where do you yes, want to go but from give, if you got one let's give it briefly we've already blown our time allotment for not tops this one's really controversial and i'm i'm gonna just throw it out here i ugh, huge fan of chocolate chips i cannot stand any of the soft chocolate chips mm. so i have really soft, i have soft chips ahoy mm. as a not top 10 and I, i'm i'm a big fan of chocolate chips but i feel like there should be some crunch to them if they're done right if a, if a chocolate chip is done right it should have some crunch. Mm. And even even if it's a little bit supple, you know, even if it has a little bit of goo to it or whatever, like a hot out of the oven homemade chocolate chip, I love it. I hate soft chocolate chips. Store bought, just can't do it. Mm. Interesting. And again, by hate, I mean I'll eat them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I will eat them. I'll eat hate, them. hate is a measuring stick, right? I, you know. And they so, come. Yeah, not a fan. You would eat a tray of those. I'm pretty sure the chips away come in like a tray, right? <laughs> You are yeah. speaking my, what do you mean by a tray? You know, like they, um, like they come in, a, it's like a, pl- like a cellophane or not a cellophane, but like a plastic tray. And there's like three, yeah. two to three like troughs in this plastic. And the, the, mm-hmm. the, the chips ahoy come like in these rows. And then they come and then the trough itself is in another like 
plastic wrapping. So you slide it out of that and you like go piece, uh, you slide it further out, the further along into the trough that you get. Yeah. I'm playing with you. I, I refer to those as sleeves. Oh. <laughs> I, I love anything like that. That's got packaging and a, and a, a known number in a particular <laughs> row. Huge fan, but we'll get back to that. Okay. So yeah. Where would you like to go from here? Let's go to number six. So number six, I think is going to be up for debate, and I don't know why I like these things so much, but it's the iced oatmeal cookie. Oh, really? Yeah. Huge fan. I'm so with you. I I think, so depending on how Caroline feels, I think we are very misrepresentative, because I think you're right. Your gut feeling is right. I think a lot of people would turn their nose up at this cookie, but I love this cookie. Yeah, and I, you know what's funny about it? I don't know. I'm really brand conscious with most of the other cookies. I could tell yeah. you who makes them. I have no idea who makes the iced oatmeal. Yeah. But I know by looking at it, like, mm-hmm. oh, that, that's because different stores will have their generics. And again, someone must make the ultimate iced oatmeal. I don't know that brand. I can't say Keebler or whatever. But I could tell when I go in the grocery store if that particular one is going to be a good one. And when it is, oh my gosh. Mm. And they too come in a sleeve. They come in a sleeve of six. And, um, <laughs> yeah, these are generally, I, at least in my recollection, these generally are bigger. Yeah. Yeah. So like w- relative to the other cookies you're going to buy at the store, these are like generally usually a full size cookie. Yeah. And I don't, I, what I think I like about them is it's such a weird combination because I'm a fan of the oatmeal cookie, but these things are, are homemade. That is, I love a homemade oatmeal cookie. These are called oatmeal in name only, I think. Yeah. It's the icing on them or something about yeah. them that just, they're perfect. So yeah. to me, huge fan. I would put that at six. If I'm remembering correctly, the iced oatmeal cookie has like a solid snap to it. Like it's not really a soft cookie, even though it has, and it has like that, uh, that like fractured kind of look. Like, you know how like a, yeah. in yes. uh, like in yep. a, like a desert, like a dry desert has yeah. like the plates <laughs> of like, uh, you know, earth. And when you see it like from up, from above, that's kind of what the surface of an iced oatmeal cookie looks like if you get underneath the frosting. And I, I actually think I really, I, that's one of my favorite things about it is the snap of it as opposed to like a homemade oatmeal raisin or oatmeal cookie. Like they're, they're, tip, mm-hmm. they're typically really soft cookies. I agree. And I, I also like the fact that it's actually dunked so that the front and the back are covered. I mean, that's mm. really to me kind of sets it apart. So mm. huge fan of the iced oatmeal cookie. Yeah. Um, Shall I go on to number five? Does anybody have any parting thoughts? I have one. So for me, I think why I am so attracted to these cookies is that I really don't like raisins. And I think that I'm with a lot of She does not like raisins. I don't like raisins. And I think a lot of people probably agree with me. I think raisins are one of those polarizing foods. But the fact that these cookies are oatmeal and they don't have raisins in them is a huge that's a really i never thought of it that way but that's a really good observation yeah great point and yeah you don't really come across too many oatmeal cookies yeah they it seems like they're trying to sneak the raisins in on you usually but this not so much yeah Yeah. yep that's that's it's weird that the oatmeal like the raisins have been paired with oatmeal like so concretely it feels like you do hardly ever see one without the other thanks for pointing that out yeah I'm now suspicious that there's some sort of uh, 
conspiracy going on whereby the California grape growers <laughs> have some sort of deal with whoever grows the oats for the oatmeal, um, and they are colluding to package together. And somehow the, the people who are making this brand, and maybe this is all fits together. The reason we can't think of any of these brands is because they're like these little rebel outposts that are making oatmeal products without raisins. Yeah, this works for me. I like this. Mm-hmm. Little back, little backstory to it. Interesting. So number six. No, I'm sorry. Number five on my list is again. We're getting into really the pinnacle. Yeah, rarefied oh, air. Oh yeah, that we're, we're getting to a place that I'll, I'll get to why I like this next grouping of cookies. But a huge fan of the Nutter Butter Cream Patty. Oh. For those of you who are What's unfam- the cream patty? Well, the cream patty. There's a Nutter Butter cookie that looks like a peanut. Yeah. It's got, no. The cream Whoa. patty is they come in sheets, and the sheets are <laughs> the sheets are like four inches wide by ten inches long, and they're square, and you can break them. Oh, my God. And what it is, it's like a pillow. You've seen them. You've had them. No, I have no yeah, idea. I've never eaten one do. of these. Yes. Nobody here is that. This is from 1968. No, it is not. You could go to the grocery store. They are as popular today <laughs> with a certain demographic. Yeah, older <laughs> you hang out with. But it's like it's like a sheet. Really? Can can you look them up? Can you? Is there any way? I, I think you need to know what this is. It's. I'm looking it's at them the, right now. It's incredible. There are two layers. You've never had one. I've never had one though. It looks like yeah. a ton of fun. It looks like a ton of fun is what it looks like. Well, they're they're like it's almost like a like. Going to church, right? The the host that you'd get it's it's like a bread thin, um, crispy sort of top, and the middle is stuffed with a really small amount of peanut butter. Um, but there, show Michael that, will you, Caroline? I think you've had them. I've never seen that before. Absolutely not. I've really? never seen. I didn't know it existed. Oh my god! I think that there might. I so we part of the reason that we try to get guests on here is to get new perspectives. And it seems like we've got a new perspective and we might need to kick it out because <laughs> we all here are loving the Nutter Butter, but we have no idea what you're talking about. I, you know, I apologize. I, I've eaten them re- recently. <laughs> I, I hope my wife isn't listening on the way home from work, but we'll get to that Yeah, later. can I just point out for the listeners here, my dad, uh, all of these cookies that he's talking about loving so much, he does not eat at home with his family. Uh, he is a man who does not have, keep a lot from us. He, he's there for us. Um, he has a secret life. He's been cheating on all of us for many years with, with cookies and those little last minute checkout aisle delights. He probably eats an average of a half a sleeve of cookies per trip to the grocery store. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, my mom a, has no idea about this. That's on a slow day. Yeah. Um, well, I'm sorry. I guess I stumped you, and I, Jerry, I didn't realize they were out of Let style. me stop you. Please do not apologize. I love yeah. it. I love this fresh perspective. I cannot wait to go and find this cookie. It looks like it looks like the kind of thing where you kind of, like, break off as much as you want, and, like, you can mm-hmm. do some fun things with it. I... I mean, I was excited when you said Nutter Butter because I love the Nutter Butter peanut butter sandwich. Mm-hmm. But I have a feeling I'm going to love this cookie too. So thank you, Jerry. Thank you. Give it a shot. You know, there's there's these. It's a, like a wafer cookie. Anyway, yeah, maybe that's for a future podcast follow up. But yeah, um, big fan. Retro cookie. Yes. Retro four. I think is. Wait, yeah. wait. Let's oh, let's slow down. We got to talk Nutter Butter oh, still. A little I, sure. I have a quick question. So does that mean that this is? A derivative of the nutter butter, like we talked about earlier. Oh, this like, could be an interesting compromise, yeah. Bill. Like, is 
Yes. Is the nutter butter included in this category or is it are you just the, throwing that No, away? I I I try not to duplicate. I am a big fan of the nutter butter cookie, but I'm pretty certain that the nutter butter you're familiar with mm-hmm. the shape like a peanut yep. is an offshoot of this. Gotcha. I believe these okay. sheets of Well, so you're calling us the spin-off? No, no, no. No, what I'm just saying is I for me they're the same. They they okay. they taste very similar. Um okay. the nutter butter peanut shaped one I'm referring to is definitely more of a cookie. It's got more of a crunch. It's denser. Um, the things I'm talking about are just delightful because they literally melt in your mouth. You take one bite, the, the, the stuff falls apart. It's got, it's probably got a, uh, I don't know what you'd say, a fingernails worth of, which is kind of gross, peanut butter. Very limited, very, very minimal peanut butter, but boy, you could taste it and it's, it's just the perfect combination so yes i i threw nutter butter as a generic sort of category interesting because it sounds like you're making the case that like structurally and functionally they're two very different things but i'm i mean we've done this a million times on this podcast i'm super comfortable grouping them together all right well well, that that sort of segues perfectly into the next cookie um because i i've folded everything into this and i'm just going to call it the generic number four is the generic oreo the old-fashioned Oreo, not not double stuff, not mint, not just just a plain old Oreo. So to me, again, that encompasses anything with the yep. name Oreo, um, except the peanut butter ones. We're kicking those out because they stink. Okay, never had one. Yeah, really, Kyle. I've never had a peanut butter or I mean, okay, so you mean like they come to you with peanut butter filling in the middle? Or are we talking like Parent Trap, Lindsay Lohan, dunk <laughs> an Oreo in peanut butter? So I think that they may have, I, at least my impression is they made that perhaps in response to the movie, probably in response Kyle, to the movie. thank you for bringing that up. There's zero doubt in my mind that that exists. I mean, they have like, they have yeah. red hots in Oreos nowadays. Like if they have that, Ugh. they definitely have peanut butter Oreos. So yeah. I've never had one. I, we, I mentioned this briefly on the, the breakfast cereals pod and uh, I was, a lot of people got really mad at me. I do not like Oreos. I don't like them. I think that, Which is crazy. I don't like them. I think that it's disingenuous that they are black and like make me think that they're going to taste like chocolate and then they don't. They just taste like. Yes. I, Thank you. I think that the only Oreo I'll entertain really is the, the Oreo thin. I think that's an appropriate amount of Oreo to have. <laughs> The double stuff, I think, is one of the most... I refrained from mentioning it in the not top three because I didn't want to make waves. I think the double stuff is such an egregious example of overdoing a, a cookie. It's 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 four times too much stuffing. I, I But with all that said, the Oreo is probably among the most famous store-bought cookies. And the fact that they made up their own... Kind, like, they inv- they have a monopoly, almost, on the sandwich cookie. There's no debating yeah. the importance of the Oreo in the world of store-bought... Or cookies in general, quite frankly. Yeah. I think it's fair to say that the Oreo is the most famous cookie out there. I think I think it's the most famous cookie the out Oreo there. The Oreo is an anchor yeah. of the cookie world. Just... just- one of the things I want to say for you, you're a hater of the Oreo. I, you mentioned something earlier that um, is one of the things that I evaluate a cookie on, and it's, is it fun? You said something earlier about mm. you, you like to have fun. The Oreo to me is perfect because yeah. who hasn't 
tried or fooled around with the perfect way to open it, right? Do you yeah. try to pull it apart? In Do which the case, spin. You got to spin it because if you try to pull them straight apart, one half cracks, yeah. breaks. It breaks in half. So. You do the same thing as the Vienna yeah. finger. You lick it off. You, you can scrape it off with your teeth. Um, although it's not required, you can dunk an Oreo. Oh, I was just going to say, I I think that the Oreo is the greatest dunking cookie of all time. It, it is so perfect. If you can extract the Oreo from the milk just that millisecond before it starts to break apart and you get that perfectly saturated Oreo bite, mm, yeah. it's wondrous. Linus? I kind of agree with Kyle. I I mean, oh. I, I will eat Oreos in yes. front of me for sure. Do I love them? No. I think the double stuffed is disgusting, a shame <laughs> to humankind. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Emblematic of American excess. Yeah. Don't like them. Even just the regular Oreos, I tend to scrape some of the filling off. What? Wait, yeah. wait, wow. pause. I would never do I that. You like think... <laughs> you think that there's too much filling to begin with? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Wow, you were the only person to ever lodge that complaint against Oreo. I know. I hope your mom's listening. Yeah. <laughs> You're such a sophisticated cookie or you want mm. Milano's and Oreos with less cream. <laughs> I'll have the half stuff, please. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's why I agree with Kyle. Like the thins, the Oreo thins or whatever, mm. I think those are the best as well. Because wow. there's yeah, yep. It's reasonable. But I think, mm-hmm. and Caroline, thank you so much, by the way, for backing me up. You're the first person to do this. I think we could both agree, despite our qualms with the Oreo, Jerry, you hit upon it really well. The Oreo is awesome because while there's like a generally understood method to eating an Oreo, everyone has their own way to do it. Like there's a little bit something different you do. Everyone has their own unique, uh, experimented until it's perfect way to eat an Oreo and just the fact that it's so commonly understood and, uh, and enjoyed, I think regardless of my misgivings about it, there's no debate that is, it is a great, a great cookie in general. Yeah. Well, I just want to add to that. My dad was an epic snacker and eater of all kinds of food growing up. And he was an immense fan of the Oreo. And you could talk about how to pull, you know, the, the lid apart and what to do. His method, he would take them and he would take as many as he could put in between his large hands. <laughs> He'd mush them. He actually, I think, is the inventor of the Oreo cereal because he would take those things and crush them into bits, like into breadcrumb sized bits of Oreos and cream, drop them in a bowl and pour, and pour milk on them. And it was a thing to behold because he could eat that whole pack in one one ten minutes sitting, yeah. So I I I'm just agreeing with you that there's a lot of different ways. It's a wonder he was, was so trim back in the day. Yeah, it, yeah, yes, it is. I I don't know. Must have been uh, all the exercise he didn't do. I, I don't know. I knew there was variety to the way that people ate Oreos, but never in my wildest dreams could I imagine that scenario. Thank you for sharing that with me. <laughs> Yeah, Pop is quite an innovator. You're, you're um, welcome. So why don't you recap 10 to, 10 to 4 and then give us some honorable mentions. Sure. Just run through them real quick. Yep. 10 was the Milano. 9, we had the Grasshopper. 8 was the Nilla Wafer. 7 was the Vienna Finger. 6 was Iced Oatmeal Cookie. 5 was the Nutter Butter Cream Patty. And 4 was the Oreo. 
uh, honorable mention? Yeah, if you, you have say? any. Okay. Just... Yeah, no, I do. It, it's interesting. It talks to exactly what Caroline said. Um, one of my honorable mentions is the Fig Newton. Mm-hmm. And so it's on my it's on my not top ten, yeah. But also because there's just something about it for yeah. me. I think I'm attracted to the Fig Newton for two really simple reasons. It has nothing really to do with taste. Um, one is that it's fascinating. I think it's I think when I was a kid, it was sort of sold as being good for you because it had figs, it had fruit. Mm-hmm. I mean, most cookies don't have fruit, right? And so. Um, I like it because when I eat a Fig Newton, I feel like eh, I'm really not eating a cookie. This is more of a health food snack yeah. kind of. Well, that's what I was saying. Is yeah. it, it's a lie. Exactly right. Yeah. And, but but so I like it for that reason. And the other thing, the other reason I like it is if you open the Fig Newton package, you know that they have two sleeves. Yeah. They're two separate sleeves. Yes. The Fig Newtons are stacked. Um, that is a joyous thing. Yeah. I, I love it because it's like a grab and go. And I literally mean grab. You grab yeah. a sleeve and you go and I, I absolutely can eat a sleeve of Fig Newtons without any guilt because it's a health food and because it's a, it's a grab and go. So that's why I think the Fig Newton should have an honorable mention. All right. Any other honorable mentions? There are. I, I also threw in, this is kind of you a, you gotta weird run one. through them, bro. You're gonna kill us. We always do this on our honorable mentions. All right. The frosted animal cookie. Mm. As opposed to the not frosted. The frosted animal cookie, they're elephants, they're pink, they're white, they're yeah. frosted, they got sprinkles. Wait, we have to clarify. Are they the ones that are fully dunked in they're the They're the ones frosting? that are fully dunked okay, in the frosting. Also- the face yeah. ones. No. No, these are fully dunked. Fully dunked. And Absolutely. with the sprinkles. With the sprinkles, yeah. Because there's yeah. some that are just like lightly yeah. frosted on the top with like a cinnamony flavor you know no, that'd be a waste of time okay. these are fully <laughs> yeah. dunked swimming in icing the pink and white sprinkles yeah. Yeah. really really good i had a hard time leaving them off my list but i had my reasons that we can get to eventually yeah. um big fan the other thing i really like about them is they come in a, a bag like a bag yeah sometimes a box i love the box i i like the box but i like the bag because like i think i but said i mean earlier, the bo- like the little zoo box is what i'm talking no, about no 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 you're thinking about the no you're thinking of like the circus circus yeah. cookies no. no these are a big bag of cookies. they come in a huge bag it's like this is not like a ziploc bag man it's not even like a freezer ziploc this is like a like I don't know how many pounds, Jerry. Like they're these big, are yeah. these are big Man. bags. Yes, because the cookies themselves are kind of heavy because they're so. The, the cookies are phenomenal. Yeah. Again, they're so tasty. They're fun to look at. They're fun to eat. You bite the heads off. You bite the tail off. They are animals. And I also like the fact that again, when you reach into the bag and you've told yourself you've had enough, you got to clean up the broken ones. And inevitably, there are broken ones in the bag. And no. so for me, that's an honorable mention. Um, I'm probably dating myself again with these other two. I know it's a longer than normal honorable mention, but as a cookie expert, I really did struggle to whittle the list down to 10. Um, big fan of the pecan sandy or pecan sandy, depending on where you're from. Wow. This is really funny because you – this is revealing a lot about pod listener Shelby – and the fact that she pretends to be 25 because the two cookies you eliminated on the grounds of they're too old, uh, the first was the Italian cookie, the, uh, Stelladora. The Stelladora and now the Pecan Sandy were two that she very much brought up. They're very tasty. There, there's a lot to like about them. I just, I don't know. 
I think I would, I think I dropped them down the list because of eatability. And I think the most of those I've ever eaten in one sitting was eight. And I feel like if you can, I feel like if you can't, if, if you can't eat a whole, a whole box or sleeve Sleeves. or some measurable thing in a cookie, you're just not, it's just not quite a top, top tier. I feel like you can remember the date that this happened to you yes. and you see it as a personal, not failure, but an affront that you were unable to eat more than eight of a given cookie. And that, it's, I'm surprised this didn't make your not top three for this reason. Yeah, it could have. It could have just as easily. Like I said, but, but I really like them. I just don't like enough of them. Sure. I feel like, a, I feel like a cookie, the best cookies, you just really have to stop eating because I don't know. You're stuffed. It's gross. It's wrong. It's something stops you. Um, these are, these are really good. I like them, but eight. Yeah. So. If I stop eating a cookie because I'm like, you know what? I think I've just. I've reached the peak of my enjoyment on these cookies. That's a problem. Like I need, yeah. like I need to stop eating a cookie because I'm like, oh shit, I'm out of cookies, or because like, <laughs> or because I'm getting like looks from people, or because I can no longer do it in good conscience. Like those are the reasons that I need to stop eating cookies. Yeah. Yeah. The the other one that made my list is the coconut dream. Mm. It's a Keebler cookie. Mm. And it, it's a knockoff of the Girl Scout. I was wondering. Yeah. Called okay. the Samoa. Yes. And now it's called the Caramel Car- Delight. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So. It's an excellent cookie. Yeah, they're, they're chewy. Awesome. Also a good iced coffee. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So I, I would throw that on my list. I, I hate coconut, it. and I thought that is a delicious cookie. Like, it's, uh, that really? to me, yeah, it's so good. What do you over- like about it? What, do, what? Everything. I don't know. I'm not sure I've ever had the, uh, whatever the, fake version is called the what's called a coconut delight yes yeah i've never had that one but the samoa slash whatever it's now which what i'm the coconut dream is the current store-bought version but that's actually the former samoa yeah and now it's called delight yes Yes. caramel delight caramel delight yeah so actually i don't know if you this is a little bit off topic but it's not that the Samoa is the former version. It's that there's two Girl Scout cookie manufacturers. What? And they have different names for different cookies, even Whoa. though there's the same exact cookies. Like, yeah. there's the... Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. Are you... Is this widely known or yeah. just like something you know? Like, they're subcontracting yeah. the creation yes. of their cookies? Yes. So, wow. in some parts of the country, there's wow. tagalongs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In some parts, they're the peanut butter patties. Yep. Oh. Do you guys call them tagalongs? Because I, we, pe- we're peanut butter patties. Yeah. I've always known them. The tagalongs are the peanut butter ones that are covered in chocolate and the peanut butter sandwich ones are called dozy doughs where I'm, fr- where I come from. Oh, I love the dozy dough. Yeah. I'm yes. familiar with that. Cause you're from, well, Pennsylvania, you're from Pennsylvania probably has to do with that. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. So Thank you for telling yeah, thanks, us. Caroline. That. Yeah. You're welcome. Oh. Wow. You've taken this to a whole new yeah. level. Yeah. Thank you. Like Although I now said, I'm kind of suspicious of the Girl Scouts. I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like I've been really conned. Yeah, I've kind of feel misled about this because yeah. I thought this was a a, a progressive top uh, kind of topic that the Girl Scouts were taking on, and they were trying to move away from sort of nationally and racially identifying terminology in their cookies. It turns out they're just they're actually not being progressive. They're just being kind of profit driven mm-hmm. bastards. The number three cookie. The top three. Drum roll, please. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Thank you, Kyle. Linus. Yep. <laughs> so my number three cookie is the famous Amos chocolate chip. 
Mm-hmm. And so this is so you have so to be clear, you have officially chosen the famous Amos as the highest and best sort of representation of the chocolate chip. I'm I am I am, but I'm also further dividing it into hard and soft. Mm-hmm. So to me, soft just I, I think I said I really just don't Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a different them. type of cookie. The homemade right. cookie should so, be yeah, soft. So of of the chips ahoy yeah. of all of those to me. Famous Ain Famous Amos is just the top. Well, close call there. <laughs> uh for, for for the panel though, do we think we would allow we would, right? Allow another chocolate chip cookie were it to stand sort of, you know, side by side with the famous Amos to rank just as high or higher, right? We could we could conceivably have multiple chocolate chip cookies on this list, right? Well, yeah, it's funny you bring that up because I if you if you ask me do you prefer a famous amos chocolate chip cookie or a chips ahoy chocolate cookie i actually think i'd say the chips ahoy i i i totally get your where you're coming from jerry and i like i like the snap of a famous amos chocolate chip cookie but i really like the softness of uh a chips ahoy especially when it the softness did you say i really enjoy it especially when it when it comes to the milk game so i'm not i totally agree that we're talking about two very different things here and I understand, I, I, I totally understand it. And I think, Mike, what you're asking basically is like, would I be comfortable in a scenario where both famous Amos chocolate chips and Chips Ahoy chocolate chip cookies both appear on this list? Yes. And like one could be nine and one could be two. Yes. Or something absolutely. like that. I'm okay. Totally I think so. That. Can I just say, when you bring up famous Amos, the first thing that comes to mind to me, I'd have to verify this by checking the nutritional facts, but I have a feeling that the salt content <laughs> <laughs> in the famous Amos is extraordinarily high because it has a very different taste than your average store-bought chocolate chip cookie. It has got like this really salty undertone that goes really nicely with the chocolate. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, there's something about them. Again, you can't stop eating them. No, because right? of the salt. I, <laughs> right, You're thirsty. Salt, it, does, it doesn't matter, but... My, my top three, sort of the way I should have introduced them is they all... I have a 12-minute ride home from the store to my house. And each of these last three, my top three cookies, I'm able to eat completely on the 12-minute ride home. And to me, I I pray for a traffic light. I pray for anything to make the 12-minute trip longer. The famous Amos cookie, I love the packaging. I love the box. It's manageable. I don't know what the quantity is. I don't care. I don't care about pounds or half a pound or whatever. I like that they're broken. I like that you stick your hand in and you get the, the benefit of the broken ones at the bottom when you tell yourself halfway through, you know, I've done this so many times. I'm not going to finish this box, but I should just eat the broken ones. I love that. And so I like that. I like the size of the cookie. It, it just to me is a home run. And you're right about the salt taste. And also even, even the chocolate taste is different to me than a chip ahoy. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Somehow they diverge. And I don't know if, yeah, if it's more fudge or, but there's something about it that I'm just, I'm drawn. And I'm also drawn to the packaging. I, I love the yellow box. Yeah. I just, I like it. It's like, wow, this is kind of interesting. Well, I'm a, firm um believer in the chips ahoy being the the um winning cookie in terms of this category but i think the difference here is that the famous amos have bigger chips than the chips ahoy i feel like like the chips ahoy chips are like almost fake 
I think no. no probably. First the Girl Scouts, now fake they're chips just like in the chips. Outrage. <laughs> they're like specks of brown. Like I don't think they actually have real chocolate chips. Yeah, Caroline is like the sixty minutes of this cookie segment. Right. But you know what? She's exposing all the corruption <laughs> in the right. practices. But you know what? That's not a problem for me because chips Ahoy cookies are just so damn good. Are we talking about the hard version oh, or the yeah. soft I, version? No, soft version. Okay, because Kyle, but... I think, was lobbying for the soft version, and you were saying no, the that... one that comes in the blue mm. package. Mm. With the white liner? The... Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sleeve? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. All right, talk to us about number two. So, number two is, I, I sort of had to lump these together, and I actually looked this up, because to me, they're a cookie, but I went online. I... I had to find out what the qualification was, whether this is actually a cookie. And definitively, the um, National Cookie Society says <laughs> that Teddy Grahams, the Graham, I was is wondering about Teddy Grahams. So, so for me, I've lumped these two together. Teddy Graham, whether they're cinnamon or chocolate or chocolate chip or plain, love them all. Don't care. Depends on the day. And as sort of a slash next to that is the Scooby Graham. Mm. Oh. I love the dog bone shaped Scooby Graham. But they're all they're all sort of a variation of the Graham cracker. And for me, I can't separate them. I, I love the packaging. I love that all those bears are in a are in a they're a bear. Yeah. It's a bear. How do you not like a bear? Yeah. It, that's fun. To me it's a bear. You, again you bite their heads off, bite one leg off, bite the other, whatever. They're all wonderful. The box I can and have eaten the whole box on the ride. Oh home. yeah. Wonderful cookie. Which have, one's your favorite? I, I don't know. It depends on the day. Caroline, I, do you have a favorite? I like the chocolate chip ones, I think. But again, really? fake chocolate chips. They're just brown specks. Oh, we were a chocolate family. But also Ooh. cinnamon. Yeah, oh, cinnamon. I mean, they're yeah. pretty wonderful, too. But very important to note that there are two separate Teddy Grahams. There are the chocolate Teddy Grahams, which are all chocolate, and then there are the chocolate they're not chips, really, yeah. but they're like regular <laughs> they're teddy grams with chocolate specks yeah. in them. They're two yes. very different oh, teddy yes. grams, um, but they're all good. I I think my personal favorite is the straight up teddy gram. I think the the classic is the best, but you'll never see me turn my nose up at a teddy gram. I I love them. I just think I think that in my mind I wouldn't think of them as a yeah. cookie. I, I'm I'm with you. I think they are. But I, I would like to make a distinct line between the Teddy Graham and the Graham Cracker. I just think the vessel in which they're delivered really is an important thing because you get a box of Teddy Grahams and they're bite-sized, whereas like a Graham Cracker comes in like a, a sheet, and they're literally called crackers. Yeah. So like to me, like a Graham Cracker is not a cookie, but I think that I can, in my head, I can make a Teddy Graham a cookie as long as we're willing to make that distinction. Yeah. Well, I think... Is that fair? Yeah. I think you let the people that know make the distinction because... You go to the grocery store, the Graham crackers are with crackers. Are the they Teddy really? Absolutely. They're down the other end of the aisle with Cheez-Its and all and and yeah. uh wheat thins and everything else. These the oh, Graham that, that's just an insult. Yeah, they're throwing the them down with the wheat thins. Right. But that's the Teddy Grahams get to play with the big boys. Well they're a cookie. Yeah. That's why they're in the cookie aisle. So that that to me is... But I do think it's worth noting that they probably suffer a little bit on this list for their lack of clear identification as a cookie. Mm-hmm. While they may be recognized by the governing body, I do think that they might be yeah. slightly less of a of a famous cookie. I think Yeah. I think ultimately this is a cookie, but the fact that we're having a, a this the a, a 
relatively lengthy debate over the nature of the telegram, yeah. I think we one could argue is a factor in where it ends up uh, rank-wise on the well, list. Well, there is one cookie <laughs> that has not yet appeared that, uh, for anybody who knows Jerry, I feel pretty certain what number one is going to be. No, number one, without further ado, for me, is the fudge stripe. Yeah. <laughs> I love the fudge stripe. And I can tell you about the fudge stripe that there are six of them in a row. And I know this because I go in. You ever see the, um, the, the arcade game where you operate the crane? And you walk in, you, you operate it, you go in, and the crane opens up and grabs a teddy bear, and it always oh, yeah. drops it. For me, that's kind of my hands. When I go into the fudge stripe row of fudge stripes or sleeves, I always come out with six of them. I, I got, I store them on my fingers. They got holes. They're very. That's convenient. they're great uh, as a finger. Yeah, as a finger cookie. You wear them as a ring. Right. Yep. A- again, that that checks the box of being fun. I have multiple times. I've gotten them for birthday presents. Yep. Thank you, Linus. Yes, he has. I mean, I don't know what to say about them. They're striped, so they're fun. You eat a sleeve. Um, they're weirdly tasty. I mean, they got stripes. They got, they're so tasty. They're, they're they, they pack the most taste of anything on this list. I actually, in in preparation for this, I ate eight of them. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I... Just in case it's not abundantly clear by now, cause like, I don't, I don't think people necessarily associate the term fudge stripe with this cookie. It's the Keebler cookie. It's like a, it's a donut. It's not a big hole in the middle. It's pretty small, but big enough to get a finger through. And they're, they're like, not shortbread, but they're regular old cookie on top. They've got, it's kind of like the Milano. It's got the, the chocolate layer underneath. And then most importantly, the fudge stripes across yeah. the top. As we were getting further in this list, I was getting more and more concerned that it, it was not, gonna be on here and like i love the fudge stripe but i didn't think it was maybe number one material uh, jerry i'm so glad that it is your number one i'm so it is i i usually keep a list of like honorable mentions to mention at the end in bold underlined i had keyboard chocolate stripe donut cookie because i didn't know they were called fudge stripes and i am so glad that they have them at number one i agree complete with with your assessment well, of the well fudge thank stripe. you very much everybody is this we yeah. we agree it's i mean a, it's, i i'm I mean, you're not going to get a ton of debate from me. The fudge oh. stripe is incredible. It's All iconic. Right. Do you want to recap of the t- of the ten, or what? What do you want to? Yeah, Jerry. Let's. If you could recap the top ten yeah. for us, that'd be stellar. And and then we will just dive right into to ranking here. Okay, so ten was the Milano. Nine, the Grasshopper. Eight, Nilla Wafer. Seven, Vienna Fingers. Six, Iced Oatmeal Cookie. Five, Nutter Butter Cream Patty. Four, Oreo. Three, Famous Amos Chocolate Chip. Two, the Teddy Graham slash Scooby Graham, and one is the Fudge Stripe. All right, so to the other panelists, do we have any cookies that we're thinking really need to be included on this list? So I have a couple in mind. Okay. Um, and one I'm actually not sure if it would fall into this category, but you know those sugar cookies that you get at the grocery store that has they're really light and fluffy and it has the thick layer of frosting on the top. Mm-hmm. So, like, the generic grocery store cookie? Yes, yeah. like, every grocery store in America sells them, yeah. even though they're not necessarily, like, a bakery cookie. Like, I don't know where those would fall. I don't know if we could classify this with... I was thinking about that the moment this topic came up. I think it should be allowed as sort of a, a, a grouped category. What do, you, what do you think, Kyle? I think that this qualifies because... 
let's say someone brings these. I feel like these come to work a lot. Like, if this shows up in your office, you know, like, everyone knows this cookie. And, like, you know that it's the... And they always come in those cartons with, like, a lift-up lid on Mm -hmm. them, you know? I... We're not saying... This list is not branded cookies. It's just store-bought cookies. And you always buy those cookies at the damn store. (laughs) Like, and that's what... And what's funny is that I think that's what you would call them. Yes, that would be the term for them. Oh, those store cookies, you know? Like, and that's what... People, like, know Mm -hmm. that. Which I think is a strong argument for its inclusion. All right, any others that you think about, Caroline? I have one other... um... And that is the Molino Blanco Bianco cookie. Oh boy, those the ones that come in the yellow um, pack, the yellow bags, Mm -hmm. and they're basically just like little shortbread sugar cookies. They come in different shapes, but those are the kind of cookies you could just eat the whole bag in one sitting. You You could pound those. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know if that's a fan favorite, but it's one of my personal favorites that I wanted to include there. Okay. Kyle, what about you? I, like I was saying, I was like so preoccupied with the fudge train. <laughs> I, I actually don't have any others I want on here. I think you did, I think you did your homework on this one, Jerry. <laughs> so now we need to decide which ones we're serious about putting on here and then find room for them. Yeah. So I think that the store bought sugar cookie deserves a spot on this list and i know we had talked previously about differentiating between the famous amos and or like a hard versus soft chocolate chip the more i think about it well more i guess more so now that i start to think about taking two cookies off this list i'm not sure if i want to do that anymore maybe we could could we do famous amos slash chips ahoy and do like one one ranking for those two together. Like sort of an East Coast, an East Coast, West Coast yeah. sort of thing. Like Biggie, Tupac, we're bringing together the the different parties. I, I'm fine with that, but I don't know. You guys seem so adamant. We're so split between those who like the famous Amos and those who like Chips Ahoy. I, I, I gotta, they gotta have a place on the list, but I don't think you can combine them because yeah. how strongly we feel about it. But the thing, the, here's the thing though. It's not like, I love Chips Ahoy, and I'm not going to eat Famous Amos because I'm a Chips Ahoy guy. I <laughs> love Famous Amos. I love them both. It's not like the Oreo thing where, like, two of us really don't like them and two of us really like them. We are in agreement. Both of these are, well, maybe you not so much. You don't really, you really don't like the Chips Ahoy, huh? No, I like them. I like, I like the hard ones. The chewy, I, I just, and again, remember, this is, I've eaten them all and I love every cookie I've ever had. Really, can you, I, I do, I, you, I've asked, stump me, give me a cookie that really, I don't know of one. I just love cookies. So, I, my thought was just simply that, I guess, I guess if you want to distinguish, I just don't like the chewy cookie, the chewy chocolate chip. A chip ahoy, this traditional, I'm fine if you want to put them in the same category or the same level as uh, Famous Amos, I'm good. But the idea, I, I just, there's something about it that I find so offensive that we're going to put a chewy chocolate chip with either of those two cookies. I, I just don't like it. I'm out. Is it a fair compromise to, to group the hard chips ahoy in the same grouping as Famous Amos and just say, like, hard chocolate chip cookies that seems fair i think that i can live with i I feel like i feel like that's good because i don't 
I just, I would feel weird leaving Chips Ahoy off this list in general because Chips Ahoy, like, you ask people for three uh, cookie brands, they're probably going to say yeah. Oreo and Chips Ahoy in there. So, and I obviously love the famous Amos. So I, I just, finding some way to get it in there, I don't want to take away from the the hard versus soft debate. I think that's a good compromise. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Where do you guys see room for us to slide the store-bought sugar cookie in? I think, I, I kind of feel generally at the back of the list. I think either Grasshopper or Milano. I personally would, I think I would pull the Grasshopper off because while it is a wonderful uh, notion, I've never had one. And when I think of a mint cookie, I only think of a thin mint. I just, it, there, I have only have eyes for the thin mint. So you sort of run into a situation where like, yes, you want to have the store-bought incarnation of it, but there is no great store-bought incarnation of like a great T-bone steak from a steakhouse. So we don't necessarily have to include it. I think the thin mint is like a T-bone steak. It is something wonderful and it can only be enjoyed in a certain context. I agree. I agree with that. Um, especially since like, when you first said grasshopper, like I thought it was a caramel cookie, right? Mm. Like it's hard to justify it. I don't know. You had it above the Milano, Jerry. How do you feel about, about pulling it off over the Milano? You know, you all raise a very good point and I can see that. I, I just am such a fan of Girl Scout cookies. Well, maybe less of a fan now that I know they've been cheating us. Um, I used to be a really big fan of Girl Scout cookies until Caroline <laughs> cleared things up for us all. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I agree with Michael made a really good point, which is it's a substitute for a really classic cookie, the Thin Mint. So, yes, I'm, I'm OK. Pull it off the list or drop it down. Fair enough. OK, in that case, I think we have our 10 cookies. Yes, we, we just we need to we need to to talk about order here. Yeah, let's are you guys. I, I know Mike and I both like to work from the top down from one to 10. Yeah, great. I think we're unanimous on the fudge stripe, right, Kyle? Well, oh, is this gonna kill me to do this? I can't believe I'm gonna do this. Oh, you're right. You are right. I the if we're talking about my favorite cookies, it's the thin mint, and then it's probably the fudge stripe. But if we're gonna talk about the most, and I think fame has something to do, the most famous, well known like cookie of all time and I don't like the way they taste but like there's no there's no getting around that the Oreo is like to me the definitive cookie like it's just the fact that there are so many spin-offs of it and there's the double and the regular and the thin and it's in the parent trap and it's just like this like larger than life kind of like cultural kind of cookie I don't know I think I think there's a case to be made that the Oreo belongs, if not at, at one, then two. Even though I think this this speaks volumes. Even though I don't really even like the cookie, you know? Yeah. Sold on me. I think the Oreo's number one. I'm sorry, Jerry. I it like killed me. It, it kills me to say this because I can watch you the whole time, and you're like you. I think before this, you like had this kind of respect for me, you know. I if, did. If not good enough to be your your son's best friend, like at least worthy to hang around him, and like the look you're giving me now, <laughs> I am. I am so disappointed in you. <laughs> I I don't understand this. This how you can take a cookie. 
This is not the top 10 most famous cookies. But you it's a component. No, it is. How much? You don't like them. Kyle doesn't like them. Yeah, them. but this isn't about what Kyle likes. We are we are servants of the public. No, we are not servants of the yes, public. Yes, we are. No, it was a top 10 cookie, and fame never came into it. Because oh, I, think, I think a fudge stripe is a classic cookie, and I mean, I'm just, you want to put an Oreo in second, that's fine. But to me, the fudge stripe is just, it just belongs. There's something, it's different. It's, it's, you love it. Everyone in this room loves it. There's so yeah, much about it. but we're not it. the only people who matter. But we matter most. But we matter most. That's true. We're on, we're on minute like 130 of a podcast about cookies. So we are clearly <laughs> only care about ourselves. No, but my, my point, if, if you're looking for, the best cookie, it's not the most popular cookie. But it's part okay. of it. Because the most Dude, people okay. have to have eaten it. You're totally right, Mike. It's a part of it. And that's my argument. So I think, I think that Fudge Stripes, obviously I think this. I think you could make a serious case regardless of your persuasion that the Fudge Stripe is a better cookie than the Oreo. And, but I, I just think that the Oreo, like you said, you, I mean, you've lobbied hard for the the fun qualities of cookies before, and fudge stripes. True, you can put them on your fingers, but there is nothing like the way that you have to like to peel an Oreo apart and like do the twist, and like the way that you get the cream off is unique for each person. I'm, trust me, like I'm. If you guys want to do fudge stripe one and then Oreo two, like I'm cool with that. I just think Oreo should be higher than than four. And I think that a lot, a lot, a lot of people would put Oreo number one. I just wanted to make sure that people's voices were heard here. He just wants Quinn to hear this so that when he gets yelled at, he's at least I don't want to get beat this. up by Quinn is what's happening And here. I just I just want to say that you're a baseball fan, right, Kyle? Absolutely. Big Are you a baseball fan? Yeah. So you're familiar with people playing under protest. You can have the first slot for the Oreo. No, we'll, we're, this is your list. We'll put the fudge stripe at one. We'll we'll deal with the backlash. Jerry, I don't want this to come between us. You heard me. You heard me talk about the fudge stripe. I love the fudge stripe. It's my. It's behind the thin and it's my favorite cookie. I don't like Oreos. I just. I feel this weird obligation to 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 voicing what people generally feel about the Oreo. And like I said, very comfortable putting it at number two. I just yes. want to. You're an expert. You're the expert at the podcast. Put we're gonna it. we're gonna put the Oreo at number right. two. Well, thank yes. you. Fudge stripe really one Oreo choice. two. <laughs> I think that the Teddy Graham at number three is a little bit too high, purely because of the debate over its cookiness. So I think we move that back a little bit. I think that the famous Amos yeah. Chips Ahoy kind of hard cookie, hard chocolate chip cookie combo should slot in at three. I agree. People agreed. Okay. I also feel like the Nutter Butter. Uh, I think that that has some serious cultural cachet, and I think particularly when taking into account both the peanut cookie and this funky sheet setup, yeah. I think that I think that that is a deserving number four. Oh, four! Wow. I do. It was originally we had it on this list at five, but I think it deserves to slide up a little bit because I still think Teddy Grahams are going to slide a little further down. I think the Chips Ahoy slash Famous Amos have to stay. In the number four slot, we had them at number three. We just moved them up, Carolyn. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Do you guys, oh boy. Do you guys want to hear a super hot take? Yeah. No, I can't do it. I, I was I was gonna say that the the general store sugar cookie 
because it's called the store-bought cookie, like, you know it's yeah. a store cookie, I think it belongs higher than, like, a token kind of, like, throw it in at number 10. I don't yeah. I don't think it belongs at 4, now that I'm thinking. Because it's really, they're not really that great of cookies. But they're pretty good, and everybody's eaten more of those than any other. I kind of think, I was thinking that cookie at, like, number 5. Yeah. 5 or 6. I, I kind of yeah. like the, I kind of like the Nutter Butter at 4. People? Sure. All right, let's go Nutter Butter 4. Then, uh, people, we're trying the uh, store-bought cookies on for size at five. Does it does it feel weird? I feel comfortable with it, personally. Jerry looks like he's actually going to die. No, I... This, it's it's this, the chili he ate before. <laughs> no. The store-bought cookie, I, I just don't think it cracks the top five. Who goes into a store? Like, I feel like the store-bought cookie is an afterthought. Nobody goes into the store and says, I'm really hungry for a cookie. Uh, let me go to the store-bought cookie aisle and get that stupid sugar cookie. You don't. Yeah, but it's no like way. Adam It's like Adam Driver on Girls. Lena Dunham wants to find a better man, but she can't, so she always ends up back with him. No, That's I, a not, poor I'm, argument, I'm, Mike. I think it depends what you're trying to do. <laughs> because, Jerry, if you're trying to just, like, like eat a, bu- eat a bunch of cookies on the way home from the grocery store, this cookie doesn't belong anywhere near the list. But it's like I said before... If you're going to show up at, like, a party or something and you want to bring, like, a cookie, or if you're bringing cookies, like, for people at the office or something, like, this is this is the cookie you go for. You don't bring, you might bring in, like, a package really? of Oreos. Huh. That'd be weird. Do you know why that's Maybe the it's... office cookie? <laughs> why is that the office cookie, Because it's Kyle? cheap, is Because it's cheap. Because it's inexpensive. It's vanilla. No, It's indifferent. You're not offending anyone. It, sure. Sure. Give it. Get, Everyone likes them. It's a utility them. infielder. They like them because... They, they're just, oh my god, they're just bland. <laughs> you go to the store, Kyle, Mike, Linus, and you're looking to get a cookie. When you buy that cookie, it's because you went to get a bagel, or you went to get <laughs> ice cream, and you stumbled upon it, and you go, oh, oh, the cookie. I defy any of you, all of you, to say that you went into the store to buy a store-bought cookie, that cookie, when you had a hankering. You don't. You buy it for the All right. Party. Well, after that seven-minute rant, Sorry. we will push that back a little bit. Caroline, you seemed like you had something to say on the topic. I was just going to say that they're typically um, seasonal. So, like Halloween, mm, they have the That is a good point on the Christmas, pro. They have the red frosting. So, I feel like... Kyle, to your point, they're more of like a an office party slash, you know, like bringing them as a favor type thing because they they they're seasonal. They go along with whatever yeah. event, you know. I appreciate your backup, Caroline. I think what's going to happen here is this is going to move down a little bit. So why don't we put? I kind of like, I like iced oatmeal. Vienna Finger, Nilla Wafer, and Milano in the order that they are. I might quibble yeah. and say that Nilla Wafer might go up one, but like, I'm not gonna fight for it. So I, I guess what we are, the exercise we need to put ourselves through at this point. Oh wait, do we want, why don't we just put, I don't know, ah, where do we want to put Teddy Grahams? That's a whole, we haven't even, we totally forgot about Teddy Grahams. I personally feel good about preserving the exact order we have and dropping Teddy Grahams to 10 would feel like a comfortable situation for me because they're so great, but they're not really that cookie-y. I'm, I'm super comfortable with that, in which case we would have Teddy Grahams at 10, and then we would have Milano, Nilla Wafer, Vienna Finger, Iced Oatmeal, and somewhere in there we have to slide the, the sugar cookie. 11. <laughs> 
Why don't we? Can I? Can I just? I, I'm sorry. I. Oh my I, god. I'm obsessing. Oh my this. goodness, you are obsessing. This is 37 no, minutes know, of this podcast. But it really bothers me. So the sugar cookie. Let me. This is how I feel about it. You're having a party, right? You go. You go to the fun aisle, and you just stopped at Lay's potato chips. They're fine. They're plain. They're boring. You skipped over the the toes. Doritos, Cheetos. This is not a chip podcast. No, a chip pod. This is not a chip pod. Stop! The love of God, Caroline is almost going to die over there. You are ignoring that. This is like, I listen. The sugar cookie is not a a, like an excellent, like amazing, (laughs) blow your mind kind of cookie. But like the the sheer amount of icing that they put on there, and. Just the fact that everyone fucking knows that we're talking about it when we say the store cookie, it deserves a spot on the list, damn it. I think that... Right, now if... Yeah, one more question. Oh, my God. Uh, Carol, please. Carol, oh, no, God, stop. Caroline. No, but she said... Yeah, Caroline, you effed this whole uh, podcast up by define, even mentioning this. Tell, tell me that the Halloween version, the Christmas version, the Hanukkah version, the... They all taste the same. Yeah, bingo. They're all, they all, they're all the just fine. Yep. So let's put them at number nine, just before Teddy Grahams, and then let's keep the rest of the list the same, and then we have a list. Kyle? <laughs> yes. <laughs> awesome. Kyle, why don't you recap before Jerry can talk again? All right, everybody. Caroline, Caroline, Caroline. Oh my God. Oh boy. I was hoping we could have a fair and balanced uh, roundtable discussion, and we got a Jerifesto. I think we're all just too passionate about our cookies. Yeah, probably. This, this was such a great topic because. Oh my God! Don't tell us why the topic is great, please. Kyle, recap us. Number ten. The Teddy Graham and all its subsidiaries. <laughs> Number nine, Jerry. Number nine is the store sugar cookie that we the all know The shitty, garbage, about. stupid, poopy sugar cookie. Number eight is the Milano of Pepperidge Farms. Number seven, the Nilla Wafer. Number six, the Vienna Finger. Number five, the iced oatmeal cookie. Number four, the Nutter Butter Sheet and or regular peanut butter or peanut shake. Please don't even open us up for debate. Yeah, don't, don't. Number three, (laughs) the chocolate chip cookie hard, whether it be famous Amos or Chips Ahoy. Number two, the Oreo. And number one, our favorite cookie, the fudge stripe. (laughs) Jerry, we've got a list. Thank you so much for caring so much about cookies. That made for an excellent pod, I think. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on. And uh, Caroline, of course, uh, I think that this roundtable thing worked quite well. I'm very yes. grateful for you both for being here. Well, Thanks thank you. Us. Thank you very much. I enjoyed it immensely. I hope to be invited back. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have you on. A, we're going to be zapping you when you go over. Next time I come and visit you guys, I'm bringing those sugar cookies. Get ready for that. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Will it be a holiday? Oh, please stop. Stop. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you. Good night, Thank listeners. You. Bye. Bye. Alrighty, friends. That was our top 10 for this week, but now we'd love to hear your top 10. So please check us out on all of our available social media outlets, traditional outlets, whatever outlets we have. Check us out on Twitter at Top10KM. That's all spelled out, Top10KM. Our email, Top10KM, spelled the same way, at gmail.com. 
or our site, top10km.podbean.com. All forms of communication accepted, except for serial killer notes. Please don't send us any of those. If you like the pod, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you never have to miss an episode of Top 10 ever again. If you didn't like it, please tell us why. We'll try to make the show better. Our theme music was composed by Kevin McLeod, and our artwork was created by Aaron Sant. You can check out her stuff at Sant Design on Instagram. Alrighty, goons. We'll see you next week.